Decades later, writing my version of the story of Judy Finch, Ray Light, and Beattie the Undercover led me to wander around the East Village. St. Mark's Place by the early 21st century had become a Japanese neighborhood. As yet, no plaque marks the building where Judy, Jason Finch, and Anna Muir once lived. Over on East 4th Street, nothing identifies the building where the man once kept Ray Light in captivity. The city's best stories often are not what the city wishes to commemorate. A couple of years after Ray's abduction, but before I knew his story, that same man gave me what I still remember as the worst night of my life. As I stood on the corner looking up at what had once been his window, dust and debris swirled in the gutter. Looking down, I thought I saw familiar faces, including mine. Seeing the building on 10th Street where Mags, Jeff, and I had lived, I remembered the second time I saw Judy. It was late in the summer of 1968. The three of us had done acid with a bunch of people on Saturday night and sat the next morning smoking dope on our front stoop. A stir made me look up at what I thought was a guy in black jeans and boots. I did a deeply buzzed double take and realized this was a girl. Jeff knew her, said, Judy Finch, in an awestruck whisper. We'd all heard bits of the tale of love and abduction. Now the kid I'd once glimpsed on St. Mark's Place was back in the neighborhood, dressed like her old boyfriend. Their story wasn't over at all. She sat on the stairs. A small crowd gathered, and she told us the private cop who fingered Ray Light was back in the East Village. When she pointed him out later on, I realized I'd already seen the guy called B.D. walking his dog. Over the decades, I read enough and heard enough to add to what I'd seen and make the second part of the story about him.